Good morning. Good morning. Today is Saturday, August 14th, and we have 2 Chronicles 1 through 4 and Psalm 71. Let's take a deep breath and ask the Lord's blessing on this time. Heavenly Father, we thank you for being our God and for all that you do for us, Lord, for waking us up this morning, providing another day, Lord, to serve you, to glorify you, to worship you, Lord. We just ask that you be with us right now, guide us as we uh, start the this new book or the second half of Chronicles, Lord, that you would just open our eyes and our hearts to your word and just reveal yourself to us this morning. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. <coughs> okay, Second Chronicles chapter 1. Solomon, the son of David, established himself in his kingdom, and the Lord his God was with him and made him exceedingly great. Solomon spoke to all Israel, to the commanders of thousands and of hundreds, to the judges and to all the leaders of, in all Israel, the heads of the fathers' houses, and Solomon and all the assembly with him went to the high place that was at Gibeon. For the tent of meeting of God, which Moses, the servant of the Lord, had made in the wilderness, was there. But David had brought up the ark of God from Kiriath-Jerim to the place that David had prepared for it. For he had pitched a tent for it in Jerusalem. Moreover, the bronze altar and the Beziel, the bronze altar that Beziel, the son of Uri, Uri, son of Hur, had made, was there before the tabernacle of the Lord. And Solomon and the assembly sought it out. And Solomon went up there to the bronze altar before the Lord, which was at the tent of meeting, and offered a thousand burnt offerings on it. In that night, God appeared to Solomon and said to him, Ask what I shall give you. And Solomon said to God, You have shown great and steadfast love to David my father, and have made me a king in his place. O Lord God, let your word to David my father be now fulfilled, for you have made me king over a people as numerous as the dust of the earth. Give me now wisdom and knowledge to go out and come in before this people, for who can govern this people of yours, which is so great? God answered Solomon, Because this was your, was in your heart, and you have not asked for possessions, wealth, honor, or for the life of those who hate you, and you have not even asked for a long life, but have asked for wisdom and knowledge for yourself that you may govern my people over whom I have made you king. Wisdom and knowledge are granted to you. I will also give you riches, possessions, and honor, such as none of the kings who had who were before you, and none after you shall have the like. So Solomon came from the high place at Gibeon, from before the tent of meeting to Jerusalem, and he reigned over Israel. Solomon gathered together chariots and horsemen. He had 1,400 chariots, 12,000 horsemen, whom he stationed in the chariot cities with the king of Jerusalem and with the king, of, in, with the king in Jerusalem. And the king made silver and gold as common in Jerusalem as stone, and he made cedar as plentiful as the sycamore of the Cephala, and Solomon import and Solomon's import of horses was from Egypt and Q, and the king's trade, and the king's traders would buy from the buy them from Q for a price. They imported a chariot from Egypt for six hundred shekels of silver and a horse for one hundred fifty. Likewise, through them these were exported to all the kings of the Hittites and the kings of Syria. Chapter 2. Now Solomon purposed to build a temple for the name of the Lord and a royal palace for himself. 
And Solomon assigned 70,000 men to bear burdens and 80,000 to quarry the hill country and 3,600 to oversee them. And Solomon sent word to Hiram, the king of Tyre, As you dealt with David my father and sent him cedar to build himself a house to dwell in, so deal with me. Behold, I am about to build a house for the name of the Lord my God and dedicate it to him for the burning of incense of sweet spices before him and for the regular arrangement of the showbread and for the burnt offerings morning and evening and on the Sabbaths and on the new moons and the appointed feasts of the Lord our God has has ordained forever for Israel. The house that I am to build will be great, for our God is greater than all gods. But who is able to build him a house, since heaven, even highest heaven, cannot contain him? Who am I to build a house for him, except as a place to make offering before him? So now send me a man skilled to work in gold, silver, bronze, and iron, and in purple, crimson, and blue fabrics, trained also in engraving, to be with the skilled workers who are with me in Judah and Jerusalem, whom David my father provided. Send me also cedar, cypress, and algum timber from Lebanon, for I know that your servants know how to cut timber in Lebanon, and my servants will be with your servants to prepare timber for me in abundance, for the house I am to build will be great and wonderful. I will give it I will give for your servants, the woodsmen who cut timber, twenty thousand cores of crushed wheat, twenty thousand cores of barley, twenty thousand baths of wine, and twenty thousand baths of oil. <clears throat> then Hiram, the king of Tyre, answered in a letter that he had sent to Solomon, Because the Lord loves his people. <clears throat> He has made you king over them. Hiram also said, Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, who made heaven and earth, and who has given King David a wise son, who has discretion and understanding, who will build a temple for the Lord and a royal palace for himself. Now I have sent a skilled man who is has understanding, Haram Abai, the son of a woman of the daughter of Dan, and his father's father was a man of Tyre. He is, a tra- he is trained to work in gold, silver, bronze, iron, stone, and wood, and in purple, blue, and crimson fabrics, and in fine linen, and to do all sorts of engraving and execute any design that may be assigned him. With your craftsmen, the craftsmen of my lord, David your father, now therefore the wheat and the barley, the oil and wine of which my lord has spoken, let him send to his servants, and we will cut whatever timber you need from Lebanon and bring it to you in rafts by sea to Joppa, so that you may take it up to Jerusalem. Then Solomon counted all the resident aliens who were in the land of Israel after the census of them that David and his father had taken, and there were found 153,600. 70,000 of them he assigned to bear burdens, 80,000 to quarry in the hill country, and 3,600 as overseers to make the people work. Chapter 3. Then Solomon began to build the house of the Lord in Jerusalem on Mount Moriah, where the Lord had appeared to David his father, at the place that David had appointed on the threshing floor of Ornan, the Jebusite. He began to build the second month of the fourth year of his reign. These are Solomon's measurements for building the house of God in length, in cubits of the old standard, in cubits of the old standard, was 60 cubits, and the breadth 20 cubits. The vestibule in front of the nave of the house was 20 cubits long, equal to the width of the house, and the height was 120 cubits. He overlaid it on the inside with pure gold. The nave he lined with cypress and covered it with fine gold and made palms 
and chains on it. He adorned the house with settings of precious stones. The gold was the gold of Pervaim, and he lined the house with gold, its beams, its thresholds, its walls, and its doors. He carved cherubim on the walls, and he made the most holy place. Its length, corresponding to the breadth of the house, was 20 cubits, and its breadth was 20 cubits. He overlaid it with 600 talents of fine gold. The weight of the gold for the nails was 50 shekels, and he overlaid the upper chambers with gold. In the most holy place, he made two cherubim of wood and overlaid them with gold. The wings of the cherubim together extended 20 cubits. One wing of the one of five cubits touched the wall of the house, and the other wing of five cubits touched the wing of the other cherub. And of this cherub, one wing of five cubits touched the wall of the house, and the other wing also touched other wing, also of five cubits, was joined to the wing of the first cherub. The wings of these cherubim extended twenty cubits. The cherubim stood on their feet facing the nave, and he made the veil of blue and purple and crimson fabrics and fine linen, and he worked cherubim on it. In front of the house he made two pillars, thirty-five cubits high, with a capital of five cubits on the top of each. He made chains like a necklace and put them on tops of the pillars, and he made a hundred pomegranates and put them on the chains. He set up the pillars in front of the temple, one on the south, the other on the north. That on the south he called Jachin, and that on the north, Boaz. Chapter 4 He made the altar of bronze, twenty cubits long and twenty cubits wide and ten cubits high. Then he made the sea of cast metal. It was round, ten cubits from brim to brim, and five cubits high, and a line of thirty cubits measured in its circumference. Under it were figures of gourds for ten cubits, compassing the sea all around. The gourds were in two rows, cast, cast with it when it was cast. It stood on twelve oxen, three facing north, three facing west, three facing south, and three facing east. The sea was set on them, and their rear parts were inward. Its thickness was a hand's breadth, and its brim was made like the brim of a cup, like the flower of a lily. It held three thousand baths. He also made ten basins in which to wash, and set five on the south side, five on the north side. These, In these they were to rinse off what was used for the burnt offering, and the sea was for the priest to wash in. And he made the ten golden lampstands as prescribed, and he set them in the temple, five on the south side five on, and five on the north. He also made ten tables and placed them in the temple, five on the south side and five on the north. He made a, hun made a hundred basins of gold. He made the court of the priests and the great court and the doors for the court and overlaid their doors with bronze. And he set the sea on the southeast corner of the house. Hiram also made the pots, the shovels, then the basins. So Hiram finished the work that he did for King Solomon on the house of God. The two pillars, the bowls, and the two capitals on top of the pillars and the two two lattice works to cover the two bowls of the capitals that were on the top of the pillars and the 400 pomegranates and for the two lattice works two rows of pomegranates for each lattice work to cover the two bowls of the capitals that were on the pillars he made the stands also and he and the basins on the stands and the one sea and the 12 oxen underneath it the pots the shovels the forks all the equipment for these Huram Abai made of burnished bronze for King Solomon for the house of the Lord in the plain of the Jordan, the king cast them in the clay ground between Succoth and Zerda. Solomon made all these things in great quantities, for the weight of the bronze was not sought. 
So Solomon made all the vessels that were in the house of God, the gold altar, the tables for the bread of the presence, the lampstands and their lamps of pure gold to burn before the inner sanctuary as prescribed, the flowers, the lamps, and the tongs of purest gold, the snuffers, basins, dish, dishes for incense, and firepans of pure gold, and the sockets of the temple for the inner doors to the most holy place, and the doors of the nave of the temple were gold. Okay, let's move into a time of prayer. Meditate on Psalm 71. It's titled, Forsake Me Not When My Strength Is Spent. In you, O Lord, do I take refuge. Let me never be put to shame. In your righteousness, deliver me and rescue me. Incline your ear to me and save me. Be, not, be to me a rock of refuge, to which I may continually come. You have given the command to save me. For you are my rock and my fortress. Rescue me, O my God, from the hand of the wicked, from the grasp of the unjust and cruel man. For you, O Lord, are my hope, my trust, O Lord, from my youth. Upon you I have learned from before my birth. You are he who took me from my mother's womb. My praise is continually of you. I have been as a <clears throat> portent to many, but you are my strong refuge. My mouth is filled with your praise and with your glory all the day. Do not cast off, do not cast me off in the time of old age. Forsake me not when my strength is spent. For my enemies speak concerning me. Those who watch for my life consult together and say, God has forsaken him. Pursue and seize him, for there is none to deliver him. O God, be not far from me. O my God, make haste to help me. Make my accusers be put to shame and consumed with scorn and disgrace. May they be covered. He who seeks my hurt, but I will hope. I will hope continually, and I will praise you and let you more. And I will praise you yet more and more. My mouth will tell of your righteous acts, of your deeds of salvation all the day, for their number is past my knowledge. Of the mighty deeds of the Lord God, I will come. I will remind them of your righteousness, yours alone. O oh God, from my mouth you have taught me, and I still proclaim your wondrous deeds. Even so, to old age and gray hairs, O oh God, do not forsake me, until I proclaim your might to another generation, your power to all those to come. Your righteousness, O oh God, reaches the high heavens, you who have done great things, O oh God, who is like you. You who have made me see many troubles and calamities will revive me again. From the depths of the earth, you will bring me up again. You will increase my greatness and comfort me again. I will also praise you with the harp for you are f your, for your faithfulness, O oh my God. I will sing praises to you with the lyre, O Holy One of Israel. My lips will shout for joy when I sing praises to you. My soul also, which you have redeemed, and my tongue will talk of your righteous help all the day long. For they have been put to shame and disappointed who sought to do me hurt. Oh, Heavenly Father, we thank you for being our God, for loving us so much. Lord, we sing praises to you, glorify you. Thank you for all that you do for us, Lord. Thank you for this amazing account of you working in Solomon, Lord, that his desire was for wisdom and knowledge to, to rule over your people, to serve your people, Lord. And certainly that's our prayer as well, Lord, that you would give us the wisdom, the knowledge, the gifts of your spirit, Lord, to serve you in regard to your people, Lord, that you would use us to bring people 
into your kingdom, Lord, to make disciples, to further your kingdom, Lord. Thank you for being our God, Lord. Thank you for loving us so much. All that you do for us, Lord. Father, we ask that you would be with, I uh, think of D.C. and his family, Lord, having to uh, put the dog to sleep this morning, Lord. We just ask that you would give the family uh, comfort and peace in this very difficult time, Lord. Uh, just be with them, Lord. And Lord, be with Pam and her pain and suffering, Lord, and her back pain. We just ask that you would again be with her, be with the doctor, the appointment on Monday, Lord, that that would go well, Lord, that um, they would be able to uh, get her in for the surgery, Lord, and that that everything would work out with this appointment, Lord. Be with uh, Trish and Mark, Lord, we just lift them up to you. We ask for your blessing upon them, that you Give Trish strength, Lord, strengthen her legs, and Mark as well, Lord. We just lift them both up to you with their uh, ailments, Father. And Al, I think of his back, uh, Lord, we just ask that you give uh, the doctors uh, wisdom and direction on where he, where to proceed from here, Lord, how to uh, try to relieve this uh, chronic back pain, Lord. Father, be with us today. Let it be a productive day for you, Lord. And Father, we just ask all this in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen. All right. Have a great day, guys.